Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while GEICO could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest-growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Locked on Cavaliers podcast for Wednesday, September 27th, 2017. I'm Chris Manning, your host from FearTheSword.com and The Step Back. Uh, Today, one, I'm back on a normal computer, so I apologize again for that short break in shows. Just awful quality on my phone, as you probably heard last week. But got my computer. I got a new MacBook. So we are back recording. I think it's going to sound better. Just it's a not as beat up computer. It's a brand new MacBook Pro. So we're doing good here. We're living large on the Lockdown Cast podcast. But uh, today, the big the big news, of course, is Dwayne Wade is coming to Cleveland. You'll hear me talk about it on Facebook, the Facebook Live I recorded last night. That'll be today's show. Uh, tomorrow, Sean Hyken from Lockdown Bulls, formerly of The Athletic, uh, and he's writing for the Sporting News this year, I believe, is on the show to talk about Wade, what he was last year with the Bulls, and how he might fit with the Cavs. But you'll hear my full take on Wade on today's show. Surprising news, but big news for the Cavs. I, I think it's a really interesting fit. And I think in addition to what everything LeBron said at Media Day and what's going on right now, I, th- I think it's it's a very good thing that they're getting him in now um, to figure all this out. But uh, today's show also is brought to you by the good folks at SeatGeek. Now, if you didn't already know, SeatGeek is the best way for you to buy and sell tickets right on your phone. In just two taps, you're going to get tickets to anything you want to see. So if you want to see an Indians game, if you want to get Cavs preseason tickets, you want to get can't charge tickets you want to get concert tickets go on SeatGeek I love SeatGeek I've used it time and time again when I need Indian tickets that's where I go to I just open up the app I look at the seats in the app I see the view from the seats I see if the deals are good or bad based on their deal score and I know I'm getting a good deal so if I want to my dad and I want to go see a game it takes two seconds and I'm getting a good deal right there on SeatGeek and to listeners of this podcast can save $20 on their first purchase by using the promo code L-O-M-B-A. That's L-O-M-B-A. You're going to save 20 bucks on your first purchase. Download that app on your iPhone, Android, whatever smartphone you have, or visit SeatGeek.com. Enter that promo code L-O-M-B-A and save 20 bucks on your first SeatGeek purchase and go see something you want to see. It's never been easier to buy tickets than on SeatGeek. But here's today's show talking about Dwayne Wade. Glad to be back recording at better quality than ever as we get close to the season. Fine-tuned just like the Cleveland Cavaliers, it seems. Hope you guys enjoy today's show. We'll be back tomorrow and on th- and the rest of the week and maybe over the weekend as well to give you guys some more shows to make up for that break. Uh, but thanks again for being patient with me, and I apologize again for those delays. But we're back, guys, and thank you again for being great listeners. Talk to you tomorrow. You are Locked On Cavaliers, your daily podcast on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
What's up, Facebook? My name is Chris Manning. I am the site manager at FearlessSword.com, SB Nation's Cleveland Cavaliers blog. Here today to talk about Dwayne Wade, uh, who is going to be a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers. It has been reported already by Woj, by Shams, by Cleveland.com, by ESPN. Anyone who's going to have legit info on this is reporting that Wade's going to come to Cleveland. Now we are waiting to see how the Cavs clear a training camp roster spot. Uh, we know per Cleveland.com's Joe Varden that that is going to be a non-guaranteed player. So Kendrick Perkins is the likely one to go in addition to a player whose name I'm forgetting from Middle Tennessee State um, who could be cut as well. But it seems like the Cavs have plans for him to go to the D-League. Uh, Wade, of course, just got completed a buyout with the Chicago Bulls. That means he gave up a bunch of money to hit the open market. He had interest from the Heat, from the Thunder, from other teams. But he's coming to Cleveland. He's coming to reunite with LeBron James. And uh, what he's going to be with the Cavs should be interesting. Um, we don't know exactly if he'll start, if he will come off the bench, if he will play a different role what's up Jeff thanks for joining this chat um or it is unclear exactly what Wade is going to be but we'll answer your questions here on this chat uh Randy Rosselli asked does he have anything left in the tank I think he does you know I think it depends on what you ask of him now I think um you do not want Dwayne Wade to go iso a la Kyrie or a la what he was when he was younger um I think he is someone who's going to be able to still get you buckets he's still going to be a really good pick and roll player he's still going to be someone who's going to provide value i think he could be particularly useful in anchoring uh, bench units where he's coming in with with backups maybe without lebron and kind of maybe with kevin love i think those could be things that could work really well i think you use him to good day mate uh he could be someone who could run the point um i think i'd almost rather him play there than than Derrick Rose. I think he's, he's better than Derrick Rose, um, who I'm not particularly high on. I'm very curious to see exactly what Wade will, if he'll start or come off the bench. I think JR, I think, is a better fit in terms of spacing with the starters because I think if they're going to start Derrick Rose, Rose, Wade, LeBron, Thompson, Love is not a great spaced out starting five. I think it can still be good. I think it can be good, at least for the time being, but um, I think... I think he would be good coming off the bench. I think that's his best role, but we'll see what the Cavs do. It looks like they're going to announce him tomorrow, it seems like, and then we'll probably talk to the media Thursday is, is my guess, but we'll hear from him, I would guess, before the weekend. Um, James Watson asks, why do you think cutting Connor isn't even on the table? So I, 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 let's, let's, let's get into this. Um, Calderon's probably not going to be on the team at this point. So uh, when you're adding Wade and you're cutting Perkins, that's to a training camp roster spot. You can have up to 20 players on your training camp roster, so they can keep excess of their maximum 15, max more than the maximum 17 with the two two-way contracts. Wade is they're, basically what they're doing is I think they're delaying the decision on who's going to get cut. Now, if you look at the roster, I broke this down in my in a quick post I put up on Tuesday. You can go read. The Cavs still have some roster decisions to make. You need to do K Felder, Calderon, and Eddie Tavares, in my mind, are probably not going to be on the team. So you could also deal Shumpert, who I think they would like to get rid of. That could be someone you could uh, get rid of. Channing Fry is also someone you could remove, while I think they're much less likely to move him or, or Richard Jefferson. You can't trade anyone else you signed. Um, just because of adding. Wade, you, you're basically eating up a roster spot that could have gone to somebody else. Now, Calderon, I think if you have 
Rose and you have Isaiah and you have these other guys. I don't know if you necessarily need him. I think it's a bummer for him. I think it's, it's crazy that they signed him on the first day of agency in the first place. But I think you're looking at someone in him where he's probably going to get cut. Felder and Tavares Smear are basically goners at this point. I don't think either of them really seem to factor into the team's plans. I think one of them could be a two-way contract guy. I think I, I would. I think Felder is probably worth that more so. Um, but you know, that's that's really doesn't mean that much. You know, I think to, I think you have Zizic. You have sort of your long-term young center on your roster already in Ante Zizic. So. That's basically what you're doing. You're, you're keeping Shetty, obviously. I think, you know, Perkins was going to probably get cut anyway. Ja'Cory Williams, who they signed, um, is a D, is going to be a D-league guy, maybe a two-way contract guy. That's going to be determined, but we'll see how he plays. He's a 64. But Wade is taking away a roster spot from somebody that was already going to get maybe be the, the last man surviving on the end of the roster. That's probably called the run. So I think they would – I think they're what they're – again, what they're doing here in not cutting – um, Calderon right now that they didn't say okay we're cutting Calderon we're gonna cut Perk probably instead. Is there del- they're giving themselves time to figure this out so they have um, time into figure this out. They have time until opening night that's till the seventeenth to really finalize the roster. They could deal Shumper between now and then and that would give you the time you need. Um, so this just get this buys them some time to do exactly what they want to do and properly evaluate everybody. I, th- I think is what they're doing here. Um, you know, maybe Felder plays himself into a, a backup point guard role in this team, and they cut Calderon even though he's got guaranteed money, and they can deal Shumpert. Maybe something like that happens. Um, they have some time to decide. You know, so I mean, October is starts on Sunday, but it's still a little bit over two weeks until you get to opening night against Boston. So um, that's what's at stake there. Um, Justin Dyke asked, "Whatever happened to Derek Williams? Was he only signed?" Was it through N17 or did the Cavs cut him? Only signed through N17. They signed Jeff Green. He's not coming back. I believe he's still a free agent. <coughs> uh, Dan Armelli, who I don't know. Hey, Chris, long-time listener here. Since they kept bringing in old defensive liabilities that provide no spacing uh, that LeBron likes, why don't they sign Andy back? I'll hang up and listen. Andy's washed, bro. Andy's bad. That's just that's just the only uh, thing there. But uh, with, with Wade... Again, I think the big question you have here with him is you have to figure out um, exactly what role he's going to provide. I mean, I think if you're asking him to go out and be vintage Wade, that, that's a lot to ask him. I don't think he can replace Kyrie. I think you still want to give more to Kevin Love. I think you want to definitely give Wade more to do than Derrick Rose. Um, I think you're looking at someone who I think could fit really well. Uh, I, you know, Tristan Thompson, a quote, saying that it's another championship mentality guy. Um, I, I think that certainly matters and I think you're looking at something here where he's gonna help I think he's someone teams still have to guard right like I think that that's something big here that he's not someone teams can ignore I think teams are gonna be able to ignore Rose and I think if Wade can shoot a little bit better in this system that would be really really helpful as well but it may take some time I think if you go back and look at the Miami stats from LeBron they really worked best when it was one of them on one of them off to an extent like they're gonna be really really good um but what his role is going to be is to be determined. That's something Tyler is going to have to figure out. I, I wouldn't expect him to answer that when whenever he, you know, is he dodged questions. Not dodged, that's not fair. He, he declined to answer questions about Trump, about about Dwayne Wade on Tuesday, um, saying you can't talk about it yet. But when if and when he gets signed in, it seems like that's definitely going to happen. You're looking at a, a, a situation for Lou to kind of re- figure out how this is all going to work and, and how he's going to start. Um, 
couple of things here. We're getting some questions about what the Cavs could do for the Brooklyn pick for DeMarcus Cousins. I, as I said in these chats and on the Lockdown Cavs podcast before, um, I'm not really in the camp of trading for Boogie. He's on an expiring contract. Then, you know, is he really going to help you against the Golden State? I don't really think so. I think you're looking at someone you'd have to really acclimate. Um, I, I don't know if you have the right, really, you don't want to give it the Brooklyn pick if you don't know LeBron's coming back, you know, and, and if, unless LeBron really wants him, that, that's something I don't, I'd be really hesitant to do. So don't really bank on someone like Boogie. I think if the Cavs do get an indication that LeBron is for sure coming back, you could see them do something where they go after someone really good, right? Like maybe Paul George, if things go by no OKC, you know, maybe... Anthony, they call him Anthony Davis. Maybe just they maybe boogie, right? Maybe that's possible, but I don't think that happens. I think if they're going to make a trade, um, I think you're really looking at something where they try to get off Shepard's salary. I think you're looking at something where you want to get off his ten million dollars salary. It clears up a roster spot, so you could keep some point guard depth in case you know Rose has an injury history. Let's not forget that Derrick Rose has a has a history of breaking down, and you're already dealing with Isaiah's hip, and then uh, you're going to have questions about you know is is Derek is is Dwayne Wade your long-term point guard? Um, that's not a deal. And then, you know, you have to figure a bunch of different things out. You know, bring back Kay Felder. <clears throat> Maybe that's where Calderon has some value. Or you can at least bank on him shooting and, and being competent enough to distribute in the regular season. So maybe that helps his case. But I, I think if they could get off of Shumpert's money, that would be what they would really like to do. I don't think there is a big move um, really in line right now. I think they're going to be happy to have love they're going to be happy to do a bunch of things and look love kevin love's still really good he didn't shoot well in the finals on every game he's still going to be someone who's going to be great against every other team doesn't have a ton of value corver missed an open shot in the finals i think he can still have value i think you, you have a deeper team i think you have a lot of things that can still work i i think like you're everyone is fighting to beat the warriors who may have got better this summer but i think you're looking at a situation where you're banking on a lot of this working, and maybe you can talk yourself into, you know, Thompson will probably play better in the finals next year. Love, I think, had his moments, right? I think LeBron is still going to be LeBron. I think you can talk yourself into RJ helping again, and, and, and Wade certainly helping again, too, especially in the pick and roll, but we'll see how that goes. We'll see what this roster looks like. I think there's a lot that Lou really has to figure out. Um, I don't think these are easy decisions, but I think you're looking at a situation where... Wade could play a pretty predominant role on this team and could really play an interesting part in shaping the team. Um, and I think, like, Love and Thompson is a rebounding duo. That's great. And Zizic, if you can use him to eat Thompson's minutes, I think um, that's the case. And I'll say, we'll wrap it up on this. I think one of the, the you're looking at a really deep Cavs team this year <coughs> to the point where I think you're going to see guys maybe get pushed out a little bit. Um, I think, you know, Isaiah, let's, let, let's say this when Isaiah is back and everyone is healthy in that, in that perfect world on paper. Your starting five, in my mind, is probably going to be the ideal starting five because I think Wade might start. Um, I think it's Isaiah. I think it's Jr. I think it's LeBron, obviously. I think it's Love and Tristan. And then you have Wade as your sixth man. I think he's really primed to be a really good bench player at this time in his career. I think that's just best for him, and I think it would be best for the Cavs in that role. Um, then I think you go to RJ, and then I think you go to... Um, I think you're going to go to Corver. I think you're going to go to... Jeff Green will see some minutes. I think Derek Gross. I think Zizic in the regular season could play minutes. I think Chetty Osman could play some minutes. I think they have depth. They have guys that they can throw out there. Shumpert is someone who's probably going to get his minutes cut, but could still play some. I think you have a deeper team. 
Um, I think you're looking at a situation where you just have guys like I, I haven't even got the Channing Fry. He's he, he can play in the regular season. He can play against teams that aren't the Warriors because he can shoot. <clears throat> so you're looking at a situation where you have a lot of guys. Lou has a lot to figure out. Um, but I think like someone like Chetty Osman is a loser in a lot of this because oh Jay Crowder I apologize Ace that's that's totally my fault I forgot about Jay Crowder Jay Crowder's gonna play a lot of minutes he's really the backup four on this team uh, because LeBron's the three so let's run through that roster again Isaiah Jr LeBron Tristan Love then Jay Crowder Dwayne Wade Richard Jefferson Derrick Rose um, Jeff Green, and then you have Zizic, you have Chetty Osman, you have, you can't have a too deep team, just gonna throw that out there, you can't have a too deep a team, that's, that's ridiculous, especially with this team, guys like Chetty Osman, guys like Zizic, guys who maybe are raw, but should deserve some time to figure some things out, I think they're, they're sort of losers, um, you have Channing Fry as well, you have guys, I think RJ's prime to get some rest, um, you know, I think you're looking at a situation where Wade is a really should be a six man on this team. I think him and Crowder should be really good piece off the bench, um, and and RJ as well. That's maybe your base eight. That's my base eight in my mind. And Corver as well. Um, you have guys who can shoot there. That's maybe your nine in the finals. Um, you get to Shumpert as well, but you know they didn't like him not being able to provide on offense. This is a really deep team. They'll have to figure some stuff out. Isaiah has to come back. Wade has to get acclimated, and we'll see if he starts. We'll have to see what what Jr's role is going to be. We'll see how many minutes Shumpert gets if he's on the team. And, and we'll see how they adjust to some of these young guys. Because I do think Zizic and, and Chetty Osman are worth developing. But it doesn't seem like there's a ton of minutes for them on the Cavs. So, with, particularly with Chetty, I just don't know if there's minutes for him if, if Tyloo wants to play Jeff Green. Um, and wants to find minutes for Schumper. That just means Chetty gets pushed further down the list. And I think maybe that means the Canton charge makes some sense for him. Uh, to go get some minutes in his rookie year. And maybe he can develop to the States that way. But a lot of questions. Wade, I think, is certainly worth getting rid of guys and eating money. I think he's a really good bench addition, depending on how they use him. It's not a perfect fit. I think his shooting will say a lot about how this works out. But one-year deal on the minimum, I, I think you definitely go for something like this. And I, I think it's a win for the Cavs. And I expected something like this to happen, no sourcing. But I, I sort of um, expected him to maybe get bought out and come to Cleveland because of friendship with LeBron. I think this is good that it's happening now rather than kind of acclimating him in February or March. I, th I think it's a good thing to get him in now and figure this out and, and figure out all these adjustments instead of having to work in him and Isaiah later on in the season. I, I think that's an underrated aspect of this and that it matters. Um, but yes, Chetty Osman, I think Randy could play a lot with the can't charge. But this is going to be it for this live chat. Uh, please go to Locked on Cavs on iTunes and check out the pod. Please like this page. Get notifications for when we do this next. We're going to be previewing point guards, shooting guards, the forwards, and the centers, and the bench the rest of this week. So we have a bunch of more Facebook Lives. ton of more content coming at fearthesword.com. Uh, but I've been Chris Manning. Give me a follow on Twitter at CWMWrites. Find my Facebook page at facebook.com backslash CWMWrites as well. Thanks for tuning in. Great questions, and we'll talk again soon. But again, Derek, uh, Dwayne Wade's coming to Cleveland. How crazy is that? Wouldn't have guessed that would have happened a couple months ago. Thanks for tuning in. With the holidays around the corner, now's your chance to save time and money at Safeway Stock Up Sale. Plus, earn four times gas reward points on participating items. Look for tags on items like Honey Nut Cheerios. Select varieties are four for $8 with your club card. And select varieties of Betty Crocker Cake Mix, Brownie Mix, or Frosting are 10 for $10 with your club card. Maximum gas reward at participating Sunoco stations is 20 cents per gallon and $1 per gallon at Safeway stations in a single fill of up to 25 gallons. Other restrictions, limitations, and exclusions apply. For complete details, go to Safeway.com.